1: This is a crowd
3: podcast.
1: This podcast
3: is sponsored by Craig Beer Keller. To be more like Craig, go to patreon.com, search for Joe Show, and become an official sponsor today.
1: You're listening to The Marlis Show, it isn't on the radio, it's a podcast Fool, you listen anywhere you go, The Joe Mahler Show. Hello.
3: Hang on, Adele's got a new song out. Did you like it? Oh my god, I mean, it's not relevant, well it is relevant because one of her last songs was, hello it's me anyway do you like it easy on me
1: it's a difficult one because she's not my cup of tea and how oh. important she is in your life so i'd end up saying something like if you like adele you'd love that song it's a very adele song that adele's come back with isn't it that's a very fence sitting answer yeah but i'm she's not my cup of tea so do i like the song no but i appreciate that you love adele and if you like adele that's a great adele song
3: no, that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking, do you like the song? No. Right. Well, just answer it the first time, then. <laughs> why? Why did you have to like, sit on that fence? Just,
1: okay. just. Um, something has changed between you and me, Jay, since we last spoke, and that is that I've seen you play rugby in the flesh, Ooh. which hasn't happened since we started doing this show because we started doing this show in lockdown. So I've I've witnessed you playing rugby on the telly, but the other night um, I came to see you play, and it really freaked me out. Do you know why? <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Well, it's not that I've forgotten you're a rugby player, but we've become, I hope, friends. All right, mm. we've become work colleagues. Yeah. We're work colleagues now. Yeah. And it was like seeing another friend slash work colleague suddenly running around the pitch. I said, this like, it's Joe! It's Joe! That's... Uh,
3: first of all, thank you for crediting me with running around the pitch. <laughs> That's really, really generous of you. In fact, it's made up, actually. You didn't see me run once. So were you sat... Yeah, you were. You were sat near with big fight, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, the fight happened. Right, so I, I've taken my two young boys. Um, they've been to a rugby match once before, but never before have they been three rows back from a massive punch-up <laughs> where Tom Curry's in a stranglehold, and their faces um, reflected that fact that they've never seen 16 men have a fight. 16 massive men have a fight about 10 feet from them before. Were, were they scared? They looked a bit scared, um, And then they saw that you were the only person not in the fight. (laughs) It
3: was miles away, mate. I was like, I ain't running to that. You jogged
1: over and then you just pointed your arm a bit. You pointed your finger at a few players.
3: Yeah, like, in fact, I might have said he's got really bad breath or something. In fact, I did say that to Tom Curry. He shouted in my face when they scored one of the tries. Like, really close. Too close, especially during still coming out the end of COVID too close he's shouting and i was like oh my god and then we we're running at half time because that's half time and i just got by him and, and said "Oi, mate have you fucking brushed your teeth with shit this morning because you've got <laughs> and he was like, he didn't hear it he just mm. thought i was picking a fight but i was just trying to be you know a bit of a laugh with him he's like what what the fuck do you say i was like oh my god curry i was only but he was so in the zone they were so they don't really they don't appreciate my sledging too much especially when I started getting into the head coach as well for cheating and ruining the game
1: whilst he was at Saracens. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I got too far, (laughs) have (laughs) we? Well, the nice takeaway for my kids, uh, there were two takeaways, one of which on Saturday morning was they were running around the lounge doing Joe Marler tackles, which involves doing a a short little scuttle and then aiming yourself at someone's ankles. Good, good. (laughs) And the other thing they were doing was having fights. And trying to strangle each other like one of your teammates was briefly strangling Tom Curry. Wow, that's not really
3: the sort of tone the game should be set in encouraging kids to now strangle each other on a Saturday afternoon. So I'm sorry that that's happened to you.
1: It was a good thing. I didn't do it, so you can't blame me. No, I want to say thank you, because you got some tickets for us. And also, when you came over at the end, there was some blood coming off your face. That was quite impressive (laughs) to them as well, because they've not seen a man bleeding from the face very often (laughs) before either. Okay, good. (laughs) You've brought a mouth organ to the studio today, Joe. No, I haven't. (laughs) Stitch up.
3: (laughs) I haven't got a mouth organ with me, Tom. I've got a harmonica. Okay. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. Okay.
1: Oh, you've been practising. Hang on. <laughs> you're, you're sucking, not blowing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fuck, I'm out of breath.
3: Is that Adele? Get a guest on. Our guest today is Lena. Lena is a Grand Master Barber. And she's from Coventry. And she happens to be a listener of this very show. Welcome, Lena. Are
2: hey you guys. You all right?
1: That's almost like we just walked into Lena's shop. We've just pushed the door open and Lena has turned around with a pair of scissors in her hand. Give us a little wave. Why? why no, because there was no bell. There wasn't a bell, actually. Well, it's an obvious joke to make there, but I'm not going to make it. <laughs> OK. Mm-hmm. Just gr- look. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I am trying
3: to progress myself into a more mature world. Yeah? Really? In other words, I'm trying to grow the fuck up. And you, you, Tom, keep bringing me down with that shitty joke about <laughs> bell. Okay? You know, usually I'd open the door and it go ding, ding, ding. And then Lena would go.
2: Hiya, guys. Sorry.
1: She... Yeah. <laughs> Lena, have you got a bell on your door of your shop?
2: Yeah, I have. <laughs>
3: Oh. See, wasn't even prepped. You know, I just knew it. And why, would you Would you have a pair of scissors in your hands? Uh, normally the clippers. See what I mean. You yeah. immediately go, because I'm guessing you did this, Tom, because Lena is in fact a woman. You are a woman, aren't you, Lena? Today, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. But I've got a funny feeling you would say she had a pair of scissors in her hands because she's cutting hair and she's not a barber. You're, you're in a very
1: aggressive mood this morning.
3: No, I'm not. I'm just trying to <laughs> set the tone of stop bringing me down to your level. I'm waiting for you to bring talk about poo next. All right, give it
1: time. Okay,
3: excellent. So my point is, we're not used to having female barbers. Or are you, are you Tom?
1: My misconception here, Lena, was that a barber had to be a man and that a female who cut hair was a hairdresser. So I need to start this show by apologising.
2: Oh, bless you. I'll forgive you.
1: Ah, oh, nice one, Lena. <laughs> <laughs> did you,
3: but did you start out as a hairdresser? Or did you start did, out yeah. as a barber?
2: No, I started out as a hairdresser when I was 14, a long, long time ago. And then I kind of became a bit of a gent stylist. And then I crossed over into barbering. And you learn different techniques ah. when you're a barber.
3: So did you just drop your mic?
2: No, I knocked the table. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Oh, there Hi, over there. oh, we found you. You got Sorry, me. Right, Lena.
3: <laughs> just for, for the listeners, we are doing this one remotely and we've just been talking to, like, the sky because we didn't have any video of Lena and now we've got a video of Lena and it's so nice to put a, a face to the name.
1: Lena, are you familiar with the look of Joe Marler?
2: I've seen a couple of, uh, of his looks recently, yeah.
1: <gasps> <laughs> What's your professional opinion of the top and the bottom of his face?
2: Um... The bottom is glorious. I love a good beard, oh. a nice full beard. Thought you might like that one, Joe. Um and the hair, that... I think you might need your roots doing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm glad it was I'm glad it was just the roots bit that you went for rather than you might need But in fact, by roots, do you mean scalp as in new yes. hairs put in?
2: Yes, new hairs that's growing oh. through because you've got a hat on, I can't see properly.
3: Yeah, I ain't taking it. Am I taking it off? <laughs> No, I ain't taking it off, mate. It looks like a fucking Alsatian chewed a tennis ball and put it on my head.
1: <laughs> yeah, but this is a safe space for these concerns, Joe, because we're with a grandmaster barber. Yeah, I get
3: that. But as my beloved wife said the other day, my hat is my armour. Mm. I don't go anywhere without a hat. I've actually got three with me. Have you? for yeah, this it? one and two woolly hats. Just in case. And I even contemplate, I'll probably go down Carnaby Street and buy another hat. <laughs> because I, I, don't, I, li- I don't like my hair. I want to get oh. it. I don't like my hair.
1: And but that's- that to me is the reason why you need to take your cap off today. Because we're all going to enjoy your hair. Lena's going to be honest about your hair. I almost said complimentary. you going to be honest about your hair. And you're going to feel better afterwards.
2: I'll be nice, Joe. I promise.
1: I don't want you to be nice.
3: I want you to be honest. What face did I do when you pulled that the off then? So <laughs> <laughs> don't pull any face, okay? Neutral ah! face. Right. So I've had many a haircut in my time, um, usually of the mohawk variety and usually of the bleached or some other colour or stupid word written in the sides. What do you specialise in, Lena?
2: Um, I do a lot of colouring, a lot of perming, um, but I'm more a cutter, so I prefer cutting men's hair than doing the technical services. I love a good beard, though. I love trimming a good beard as well.
3: And what would be your special special cut, hair and beard? What's your what's your go-to? What's your signature cut?
2: Um, see, I like fades, but they're everywhere and they drive me insane. Um, I Talk really us through like a fade, getting, Lena. What, the steps of a fade?
1: What a fade is?
2: A fade is where it kind of goes from, like, a number two, maybe, um, down to skin, um, where it's, like, stubble at the bottom around the ears and around um, the nape. Um, and it kind of looks oh, like sorry, it's fading out. the nape? Yeah, the nape. What's n- a nape? Your neckline. The nape of your neck. Nape? Yes. Nape? What's wrong with nape? nape? Yeah. You've made it up. Fuck off. Hang <laughs> on.
3: <laughs> right, Google. That always solves everything. Ready? Nape. Yeah. It's the back of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a technical, anatomical, medical terminology. The nape is also called the nusha. The what? The nusha. That's
2: the new one to me. Uh,
3: yeah, no, it's called the nusha uh, from medieval Latin, rendering of Arabic meaning spinal marrow. Oh. So from now on, Lena, uh, Tom, and anyone that's listening, we don't call it nape. We call it the spinal marrow.
2: Okay. That sounds
1: quite medical, Lena. Yeah. If, if, you, if you said to someone you're going to trim their spinal marrow, <laughs>
2: <laughs> they'd react just how Joe did to nape. Yeah. <laughs> but if
3: you said, oh, I'm going to trim your nape, I would have thought nape. I immediately thought of my belly button. Did you? It sounds like <laughs> navel. Yeah. And I thought maybe that's the term for the hair, you know, the slug, what do they call yeah. it? The slug. Caterpillar. No. No. The trail snail. Tre- they call it the snail treasure trail. trail. Okay, treasure trail. Mm.
1: Mm. Depending mm. what's in the, you
3: ain't finding any fucking treasure there, mate. <laughs> honestly. And um, a snail <sighs> at a push. Anyway, I'm not here to stop it. We started at the start, and I set the tone, and now you've ruined the tone and changed the tone. And it appears to me that <laughs> you're actually in charge, and you set the tone whatever you want to. So fuck you, Tom. <laughs> Anyway, I thought that I think the nape should now be known as the snail trail—the medical term for the thing—and I think you should be the first grandmaster barber to offer nape trims, yeah, aka snail trail trims, aka treasure trail trims, aka the bit above your fupa trims.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to trim your snail trail. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a shame. Have thought- you ever sculpted that area, Joe?
3: My snail trail. Yeah,
1: or adjacent areas.
3: So what I've I've found, yeah, I do. I do uh, keep that area reasonably trim, but only when I go away on away trips. Why? Because I don't really want to make too much of a mess in my own bathroom.
1: Oh. Uh, How clean do you go down there? Like if I'm thinking, let's use the analogy of a front garden. Yeah. Are we talking snooker table or are we talking football pitch or are we talking cricket pitch?
3: We're talking uh lawn bowls. Oh um so n I've i I've gone I've gone the whole hog before. Yeah. I've used other products such as uh your hair removal creams. Depilatory creams, yeah. What are they called? Depilatory. Depilatory. Depilatory.
1: Lena's that back me up here or not.
2: Are you thinking of the Nair hair cream stuff that melts the yeah, hair? So yeah. like
3: I'm I'm thinking Nair, I'm thinking Viet. Yeah. So you can't leave it on any longer than 10 minutes. I wasn't aware of that (laughs) until after my first experience of that. So let's just say, whilst we're using comparisons and not actually saying the instruments, they were like a pair of red raw tomatoes. (laughs) So very smooth, but very sore Mm. and would often stick to either (laughs) side of my leg. Uh, so I, I haven't been, I haven't used V or or Nair
1: since. What about you, Tom? I, I'm a different generation, Joe. Mm. What's that show on Channel Four where they wouldn't get naked? One of my favourites, naked, naked Attraction. attraction. Yeah. Oh, God. First time I, w- I stumbled on that, it was like I'd gone forty years into the future. Because my generation, we just let nature take its course down there. The idea that you might shape or trim your front garden is is ludicrous and then it seemed maybe this program gave me the wrong idea but it seemed that there was a generation where everyone did it where everyone just cleaned up
3: well i i think it is important to not be your generation uh, but also not be the future generation Mm. i think it should be somewhere in between where it's not too messy not too you know thorny Mm. growing all over the place you want to keep it rather pleasant and trim but not the other end of the scale where you look like the last turkey in the shop because <laughs> that ain't that ain't
1: pleasing anyone is it is it and um, are you doing it for health reasons for uh aesthetic reasons or for your partner
3: uh oh, threefold health you know if you've got no hair there you ain't getting crabs no that's true <laughs> <laughs> second reason <laughs> What was the second reason? <laughs> Aesthetic. Aesthetics. Apparently, it adds an inch or two. I've heard that, yeah. You know? That's all you need. But with that, I think it, it's just... Uh, th- and thirdly, you know, make it a little bit more... You know, you don't, you don't want to be that cat, do you? You don't, you don't want your partner being that cat. Right. You know, just...
1: Okay. God. Okay. You know, furball and shit.
3: I have no idea how this has gone on as long as it has... So is the, is the hair sweeper do they still have hierarchies in in barbers where someone comes in like an apprentice wants to be a barber but they have to start at the bottom and they just sweep up all the hair yeah that still or do still get to be this hair sweeper and they get to cut someone's hair
2: no it still happens and um, you normally start off as a saturday kid uh making cups of tea and you know sweeping up the hair and going to the shop and getting everyone's lunch um and then you tend to do an apprenticeship or a, a college day release and it's normally a year or two down the line that you start cutting hair do they start
3: i'm first of all i'm glad that they that tradition is still the case i thought in this day and age, that it might be a bit frowned upon to have someone like that or... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, dog's body. Yeah, but it's not. That's a, that's a great way of learning, a great way of traditionally having... You've got to work a bit harder before you get there. and get, I like that. I, I like that a lot. But when they first come to cutting hair for the very first time, is it on a human?
2: Normally it's on like a mannequin head.
3: Is, is it a human mannequin head?
2: No, it's like a plastic Girls World doll's head thing.
3: Yeah, no, that's what I meant. Like, is it a human? Yeah, it's human-like. A mannequin yeah. might
1: be a horse.
2: No, yeah,
3: is, yeah, it could be a mane. They try yeah. it out on a mane. Makes sense. A lot you more know, hair. You know, like, tattoo artists, they start on uh, pigskin. As we found out from our tattoo artists. Yeah, so I was just wondering whether they cut horses' hair first because the horse can't turn around and go, Oh, that's shit. That's... No, that mane. You fucked my mane. I look like, um... I look like a horsey version of that fat, overweight prop, Joe Marler.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. So it's, it's just mannequin heads, are they? Yeah,
3: the it's dolls. like a
2: human-looking mannequin head with synthetic hair.
1: Does the hair, can you, like, is it a one-shot only, or does the mannequin have loads of hair internally? A bit like, you know, those propelling pencils where you keep clicking it and the the leg keeps coming through. So you can cut it and then you just pull through, or toilet paper, where you pull through (laughs) the next lot of hair so you can have another go.
2: See, that would be so much easier, but no, it's like one length, long hair, and then you kind of have to do long haircuts and then take it shorter each time.
3: Ah. So you're saying there's not a product out there like the the Play-Doh thing where you... You know, like yeah. Well, you push it through. So you push it regrows it through, hair, and it regrows. That's and you, what you just need. Keep going every time. No, there's nothing. Right. Hey, right. I, I know this is the first time we've met, Lena. Um, but I think me and you, I think we we'll get rid of Tom. Mm. What are we going to call like this? I hear that. What we. <laughs> Thanks, Lena. You like Tom? <laughs> yeah, I kind of like it. Oh, fuck it. You two take the idea. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> be a, don't worry.
1: I'll be a silent shareholder in the background.
2: <laughs> you be silent, really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 what are we going to call it? Harry, Mary. <laughs>
3: not bad, that. Lena, you go. You come up with a name for it.
2: Um, people tend to name the mannequins. Like, seriously, they name the mannequins. Um, the man one is usually Brad, and the lady one is Debbie or Shaniqua. That's
3: quite wow. a different name. Yeah. That, they are very two extreme names. Don't know why. What about what about Karen?
2: Oh, there should be a Karen, shouldn't there? Everybody there should knows a, a Karen. Karen.
3: yeah. Okay, so we've, we've settled on, we're going to form a company, the three of us. Uh, Lou, joining in on it? Okay, Lou's in on it, but she's a very, very silent partner. <laughs> um, and we are going to make these mannequin heads that regrow hair that you can pull out through like a toilet roll. And we're going to call it... Hairy Mary. No. <laughs> What's wrong with Hairy Mary?
1: She said like a girl I used to know.
3: No, because it can't be. It has to be. Oh, it's got unisex. Yeah. Go. Hairy person. Perfect. Nailed it. Loved it. Move on very, very quickly.
1: (laughs) The hair leaner that you see on a barber's floor. Yeah. You know, Joe, because it's often a polished floor, isn't it? And the person comes around with the brush and it. It just moves beautifully on the floor. Does anything ever happen to that hair? Does it get used for wigs ever?
2: No, because it's like too short. It tends to be like a centimetre of hair each time kind of thing. (sighs) Um, So it's too short to make into a wig. But somewhere I used to work, um, he used to bundle it up and he knew somebody who had monkeys and birds. And he used to give it to her and she used to like give it the birds to make their nests and the monkeys used to play (sighs) with it
3: yes that is great that is great and that is very nicely leading me on to this bird nest that we found in our garden made of beans hair (laughs) so bean juanito is our cavapoo that we've got that doesn't know his name um not because it's too hard to know but he's thick um and he's got human eyes but we shaved him during lockdown just for kicks. kicks. Yeah. To, no, not for kicks, because he was too long no. and he got all matted. It was to help him. And we did it outside because, you know, safe's clearing up a bit. And we just left it. And a couple of months later, I'm going out in the garage and I can hear, like, tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I'll get the kids out. I was like, kids, there's, there's going to be a nest out here. I can hear the birds. They're like, oh tweet,
2: tweet, tweet, tweet,
3: tweet, tweet. And we find it. And it is a nest. There's these eggs in it. Um, and the bird, the mother bird's like, oh fuck, yeah, like giving us the eye. You know what I mean by the yeah. eye? Like,
1: what's she saying? Well,
3: she's not saying anything, is through she? Through the, it's the an squeaks,
1: eye. what? Through the through the, the chirps. What? Yeah. You, it's what, like, what do you reckon she's saying?
3: Sh- sh- stay the fuck away from me, eggs. <laughs> <laughs> to fucking, to fucking get with my beak. anyway we didn't touch it because you're not meant to touch no. it because apparently the, uh, i think the mother abandons them or something because nice of the smell or something like that so you get, i was like kids no no but we were looking at it and we're like it's got all these twigs and shit and then a mixture of white and orange hair <laughs> and we're like what the fuck and we're getting a bit closer and it was beans hair We're like, this is so cool. We're just going to start... So instead of going away in hotels now, I'm going to do it outside on the patio. And so you'll get a whole generation of birds
1: who grow up in your hair. It can
2: happen. Specifically
1: my pubes. (laughs) (laughs) What effect do you think that'll have on their characters? The birds' characters? Yeah, growing up in your pubes. Um... I'm not saying that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, oh, okay, I think they could have used all that hair in barbershops to make pillows. You know, like they have duck feather yeah. quilts. Why don't you just whack a load of old people's hair in... Why is it specific with the old people? Why don't you just whack a load of hair in pillows and regenerated like that you know this is going to sound or, really
2: weird but hair is like really straight but I always get like hair splinters so you won't want that in a oh, pillow because it's like oh, digging No. Seriously.
3: no Nina, me and you me and you are fucking teletonic tele- <laughs> telenetic. tele telepathic you are p- telepathic because can you see my no. can you see my pad fuck do you want to read shall I read it out okay ever had a hair splinter oh <gasps> That is mental. tough have you ever had a, have you ever had a hair splinter?
2: I've had them in the worst places you can imagine. I get Ooh. them like in my bra. My husband you bra- seriously, my husband, um quite often he's got the tweezers and he has to go like down the side of my bra where it like goes around my back and has to pull the <laughs> yeah. hair splinters out. But if you're really unlucky and you get the hair follicle bed into the skin as well, the hair can regrow. What I shit you oh. not?
1: God! You're like, you could surrogate grow someone else's oh, hair. No. Oh, no!
3: The reason I asked that was because my wife had a, a splint. She she thought she had glass in her foot. She was like, oh, can you have a look at my foot? It's killing me. It's been killing me all day. I was looking. I was like, there's nothing there, mate. Just what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> and I was looking even like closer and closer, and there was this small, tiny black hair, dog hair, she said and I was like oh my god there's a head you've got to think so I pulled it out it was so satisfying I don't know if you watch uh, Dr. Pimple Popper no it didn't make that noise didn't it why would it have made that noise <laughs> I'm just imagining a hair coming out how big was the hair like no bigger than half an inch alright it made Too no. Much. it made no noise it made no oh, noise wait. wait for it like that better yeah <laughs> I pulled it out it's dog hair and she was like oh my god the relief I was like you taking the piss that's hurt she was like it was like a bit of glass she thought it hurt all day yeah it's crazy but how satisfying is it to get them out
2: oh it's so nice and when you do get them in your feet the first time you put your foot on the floor it's like oh my god yeah
3: see and you're saying that if if you're unlucky hair follicle can grow back
2: yeah if you get the follicle bedded in your skin it can grow back
1: I think we know what we need to do Tom Lena, when you do your barbershop uh, sweepings, could you just keep a small bag back as, big, and send it bag. to the Joe show? <laughs>
2: what colour would you like, Joe? <laughs> uh,
3: no, let's, let's have a mixture. Yeah, it'd be let's, nice, would Let's, wouldn't let's it? go all crazy. A yeah. you know? bit of
2: everything, yeah.
3: But it's funny that you bring up regrowing because a friend of ours, unfortunately he had a tumour in his jaw and he had to have part of his jaw removed. And repaired and also part of his cheek. Um, mm. What's the one where they remove skin? Grafting. Grafting. So the inside had to be grafted. They used uh, skin from his thigh on the inside, which is fine. You go, oh, this is fine. The, the, the human body's amazing. It Grafting grows back and all that. lot. Unfortunately, where they've used the skin from the thigh, you know, you know where this is going. It's the back of his throat and the inside of his uh, cheek is growing hairs.
2: Because
3: it's the the same thing. Oh, oh my God. Even thinking about... So he has to constantly pluck those hairs out. He's got hairs growing through his cheek. How bad's that? Just, yeah, Lou, sit there and feel that. Why are you feeling your cheeks? Have you had your thighs... (laughs) Put in your mouth Have you ever <laughs> you go, have you had your thighs put in your mouth Who says that Fucking hell oy, oy, oy. Uh, Right Tom Let's take a little break there And have some ads please This is a very encouraging first episode Tom It's uplifting for Welcome bit. to season 2 <laughs> Listen to how shit my summer's been <laughs>
1: Big news! The Garant Thomas Cycling Club is back for season two with me, Garant Thomas. And me, Tom Fordyce. We've got more big name guests like Bradley Wiggins. You now, you've got to be a real ruthless as a cyclist, and I realise that. You know, <laughs> you have to be. You become a horrible person at times. And Tade Pogacar. You possibly seem even more relaxed than G. I don't know if I'm more relaxed than him. Now I'm pretty nervous for this podcast. And G's Welsh mates too, like George North. How's that for an intro? Do you like it?
3: That's the worst introduction. That is the worst. Half of that was absolute rubbish. Can we start again? This is not (laughs) the right intro for me. I don't feel like. And unfortunately, more
1: crashes. Oh, wait, hang on. We're not talking about that word on this pod. No, we're not. Just search for the Geraik Thomas Cycling Club. Come and join us. Everyone's welcome.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com.
1: It's that time in the pod where we thank our lovely patrons, the official sponsors of the Joe Marler Show. Rupert the Bear, Ellingham. Matthias Reggie, my cow Kane. <laughs> Andrew John Hampstead Heath. Alistair Blacklaws and Order. Chris the Billionaire, Getty.
3: Andy McKay. Vernon. And Not Deck Edgley. Ben, sing hosanna, sing hosanna, Joyce.
1: (laughs) To be more like Rupert, Matthias, Andrew, Alistair, Chris, Andy and and Ben, go to patreon.com, search for Joe Marler Show and grow the show. Let's get back to barbering. Lena, I'd like to know, because we're all a bit delusional when we go to the barbers, and we'll often have an idea in our head of what we'd like our hair to look like, which is not possible either with our hair or the shape of our heads or indeed our faces. So what are the biggest delusions that people come in with? Is it, I want to look like David Beckham?
2: Oh, God, yes. don't
1: really look like David Beckham?
2: I get people coming in with, like, photos that they've downloaded or magazines um, in the old days, and it would be George Clooney, David Beckham, Brad Pitt. Joe Marler. Joe Marler, obviously. Um, And they'd be like, I'll make me look like him. And I'm like, well, you do know it's a comb, not a magic wand, and if I could make you look (laughs) like that, do you think I'd do that to my husband?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you... Do you, have you ever had the so, so people come in asking for such and you get nowhere near it or in their mind you get nowhere near it. So they ask for George Clooney and you give them Tom Fordyce. <laughs> that's a bad thing,
2: isn't
3: it? <laughs> uh, do you ever get the customer go to you? Well, that's fucking shit. What am I going to do about that? Have you ever had that? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you get it. You've got to manage expectations with people and you've got to explain, you know, you are not this person. You do not look like this person. So let's not, you know, go a bit crazy here. Um, And then I'd normally try and talk them into something that suited them rather than this idea they've got in their head. But if it does ever go wrong, I'm like, well, I've done what you wanted. You told me to do it. So throw
3: it out. There's no no contract that's signed that. Exactly. So
2: So they can't say that I've done it. (laughs)
3: If if you dislike the person or you get a, a really bad vibe from them and you go, oh, this bloke's speaking to me really rude. He's just not, he's not my cup of tea here. Would you ever or have you ever maybe the guard slipped and it's just, <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry, sir. We're going to have to do zero all over now because the guard slipped.
2: I get tempted to when I get some real arseholes and I think... You know what, you're a dick. You're going to get it. But the professional <laughs> side of me won't let me do it. And I'm like, you know what, just get it done quickly. Don't talk. Just get him out of the shop. And then I tend to block them off the online booking system.
3: That's such, <laughs> That's such a shame. I'd really like to have heard that you you purposely shave them. Shave the cock and balls in the back of their head. I have put my name in the Stop back it. of someone's head before. Did you? your name? Yeah.
1: That makes you quite easy to find. Your f- <laughs> your full name, just or was Lena. Your half name, just Lena in just the back. Lena.
2: Yeah. So he lived. How
1: did you do that?
2: um I did it with um, my clippers. So he lives in well lived up north, and his girlfriend really didn't like me, and she used to throw a fit every time he came to Coventry, <laughs> and he'd always come in and see me, and we were joking around one day, and he said to me, Oh will put put your name in the back of my head," and I was like, "Are you for real? Do you really want to do this?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So. I think I did a number two back and size and then carved Lena in the back of his head. And he went home and he texted me the next day and he was like, yeah, I've been on the sofa. I'm on the sofa till it grows out. Oh, I was crying. What, what the fuck was he thinking?
3: Like, first of all, why didn't his, his girlfriend like you? Because was he coming to the... What was... What was... What was... How, <laughs> what, was hap, what else? Was it was it other than... Anything other than just haircut? It was just a haircut. No oh, happy ending, honey. <laughs> okay i didn't say that see see but you see? seem
1: to you seem to bring these comments on joe i didn't bring it's funny isn't it they always happen when you're around.
3: he was obviously one i think he was like look i want to split up with my girlfriend yeah what better way to do it than get the barber that she doesn't like this name in the back of my head perfect
1: cheaper than a tattoo not as permanent no and are they still together oh you no know? oh exactly. <laughs> job done yeah Well, I think we need to talk about the the interaction you have as a barber with your customer. Because, Joe, there's so many strange things about this. You can go to the barbers and you, for starters, you're not looking at the person. You're looking at your reflection and their reflection. You can have these very intimate conversations as if there aren't loads of people sitting on chairs next to you. As if you're in some weird glass booth. But because there's a mirror, you, you can share anything.
3: I was talking to my barber the other day actually about this because it was just me and him, and he said he'd listen to the podcast and watched mm-hmm. watched the documentary and stuff, and I was talking about he wanted to do something more around mental health, particularly men's mental health, and I said, actually, when you think about it, a barber is more than just someone that's cutting your hair, isn't it? You're a therapist. You know, you, you have the ability to ask questions and be a sounding board for someone that potentially doesn't want to, speak to their wife or their mates or they want to speak to their barber who isn't a stranger but someone who's a little bit more separated from everything a neutral aren't you neutral aren't you? yeah so you actually you you have more of a responsibility than a lot of other job roles because you do have that ability to to get people to open up and share any worries or joy um do you do that or are you one of those awkward moody types that just <laughs> It's like what what do you want short back and size, perfect shut fuck up and I'll cut it.
2: It depends how many coffees I've had. Um if I'm in a good mood <laughs> and I'm caffeined up then you know I'm all, I'll, I'll listen and you know we are a bit of a therapist for people because we are not um people they're going to see every day we're not in their house we're not going to slip up to their wives or their family and say anything. Um and what's said in the barber chair tends to stay in the barber chair unless it's you know bordering dangerous um things
3: what like like a vicar
2: yeah yeah yeah, it's kind of like that yeah
3: what's the rules on vicars actually whilst we're that if i went to so tom you're a vicar okay hello vicar tom hello joe what's that
1: (laughs) i've made myself a priest rather than a vicar okay hello priest tom Joe, you must have committed a lot of sins. Come in, my my son. I have.
3: I've got a body in my car right now, just murdered
1: someone. Christ. No, I can't say Christ. Crikey. Yeah. Are you going to tell anyone that? No, but your penance, my son, is to go to the police and confess your sin. Okay. And but, then say a thousand Hail Marys.
3: But you're not, you're not telling anyone, you're not allowed to, because that's your cra- Hippocratic Oath or whatever that it's is. It's not a Hippocratic Oath, but it's the, the, the priestly
1: equivalent of it.
3: Yeah, you're being a hypocrite now. <laughs> um, and so, Lena, do you have a some sort of oath, like a Hippocratic Oath, that makes you go, oh, if someone comes into my, my chair and goes, oh, you go, oh, hi, hi, uh st- Gary, how are you doing? And he goes, yeah, I'm right. I killed someone last night. You go, oh, okay. Do you have to keep it a secret? Um,
2: if, we don't take like an oath or anything, but if it's like hurting somebody or hurting themselves or anything like that, then I would probably talk to someone. Just my conscience wouldn't let me let that go kind of thing. Or I would try and talk them into talking to someone.
1: Mm. What have you heard, Lena? What sort of things have you heard?
2: Um, oh, one of the best ones I had. It haunted me for years. Um, I had, um, when I worked in a salon, I had this um, lovely lady in having a highlights done and a cut and blow dry. And we'd, um, I'd put the colour on and the foils were in and I'd moved her off to the side section um, under the climber zone to cook. And I had this younger girl booked in in between and she was going on about... Um, this married man that she was seeing and they were having this really great relationship. And, you know, she was really in love with him. And 20 minutes before, you know, where this is going. The woman, the older woman was telling me about that she thought her husband was having an affair. I put two and two together. This young girl keeps looking at this other woman out the corner of her eye. And I'm thinking, Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. The penny dropped. So that was the quickest cut and blow-dry I've ever done, just to get her out the shop, because I thought there's oh, so scissors around. The first lady didn't realise? No, she oh. didn't realise, thank God. Whoosh. Yeah, I was, I was quite lucky with that. But with- Well, she probably struggled to hear, Tom, because she was being
3: cooked under this fucking giant <laughs> thing that you said you put her on and shoved her in the corner. Of the- what sort of barbershop are you fucking well, running
2: Well, that was in? a ladies' salon.
3: Oh, it was a ladies' yeah. salon. Yeah, but even still, you shoved her off in a corner and put, set fire to her In end. a
2: side section and put the climber zone on.
1: Climazone?
3: What's a climazone? It's like
2: the big spaceship thing that goes around your head. And it oh, kind of yeah. heats what up is... a little bit.
1: Ah, oh, climate.
3: Like zone, a climate.
1: yeah. I thought... What, you these... feel like it's like a step machine, a climazone. Yeah. <laughs> <There's a zone laughs> Work you can... on your buns. Yeah, it's like
3: a gym <laughs> slash barber. You know, you oh, come here no. to get your hair cut and get shredded, you know, shit like
2: that. Sorry.
1: Do you think you could do that job, Joe? Like, do you think you would, if you were a barber, would your chat be good? Uh You'd
3: be amazing. I think I'd be a good chatter. I don't think I'd be a good cutter or thingy because look at my fingers, yeah, Yeah? Sausages. particularly my right, my right hand here. Look at that middle finger. Look mm. at the tip of it. What's happened there? That's out of place. It certainly, that is. shouldn't be like that. And it does. It barely fits in my uh, coffee mug, mm. let alone a pair of scissors, and and also the what are they called? The like the, the things that go clippers. Clippers. There you go. There I'm I'm a bit cack handed. So I would struggle to hold it and I don't have any style and I don't have any uh skills to cut hair, Tom. Although I can I can shave a beard.
1: Well, there we go. You're a beard specialist. But only mine. Right, well let's let's try this and Lena, can you be the customer and Joe you are the barber. Um so Lena's just come in and she sat down. Joe, go. Okay.
3: Ding ling ling
1: that was the door yeah have you got a bell or are you just going to do that every time you're going to make the noise for a bell when people come in obviously I've got a bell that's okay. why I went ding-a-ling-a-ling I just thought you might be didn't have a bell and you just make a bell noise
2: Carry oh on.
3: okay yeah. yeah no Lena open the door
2: okay pushing the door open ding-a-ling-a-ling
3: that was me not a bell <laughs> so I'd make the bell yeah. noise because that saves money and I'm not getting a lot of money because no one's coming to get their haircut at okay. my place alright oh Lena how are you I'm alright Joe how are you love yeah, really good, thank you. Would you like uh, your haircut today, or would you just come in for a quaff? Um, I think I'll have a a little trim off you, if that's all right. Okay, sure. Uh, take a seat. Um, what are we going to do then? Are we doing hair, or is it nape? <laughs>
2: <laughs> just just a little bit off the back and sides for me today, please, love.
3: Okay, back and sides. Uh, what right. number would right. you like?
2: Um, a fade. What? I'll have a fade, please. Fade. Yeah.
3: Hang on, let me just ask my uh, sweeper boy something. He's the thing. Tom? Yes. What what do you want? You're just asking me a question.
1: What do you mean, what do I want? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know, but that. uh, Actually, I wouldn't be speaking like this because it's 16. Your voice has spoken, so I'll just do it. I'll do it a bit more like this. How did you do a fade? Basically, you, you've got to start above the ears with a zero and then up by the top of your head, just where your head starts curving round, you bring it into a two. So, you've just got to fade the hair up a little bit.
3: Right, Lena, this is my apprentice and uh, he seems to have come into his own and nailed it <laughs> and he knows what he's doing. So, today is your lucky day. We are going to give you a free haircut as done by Tom. Is that all right? Okay. And if it's shit... Uh, <laughs>
2: You'll correct it for me, yeah, Joe. I what? You'll correct it if it's shit,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll Britney Spears it <laughs> if you want. <laughs> um, that's the only option here. But Tom's going to take over from here. Uh, would do you want a lolly?
2: Nah, I'm on a diet. Uh,
3: okay, what? Uh, water? Yeah, go on then. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> nipping. T- I'm just nipping out for a bit. I'll fucking out be a shit, barber. <laughs> Sorry, here, I'll leave you with Tom. Bye bye.
1: The, Lena, the bit that always amazes me in a hairdresser's or a barber's, you'll be familiar with this, Joe, is when the haircut is done and the magic mirror appears and you see your head very briefly, ba ba ba, with a little flash, spin the mirror around, here's the back of your head. The issue for me with this is I'm always freaked out by seeing myself from that angle anyway, because you never see yourself from like three quarter shot behind your ear, do you? No. So. Actually, I'm not taking in the haircut. I'm thinking, fuck, is that what I look like? (laughs) Do you know what I mean, Joe? Do you never get that? I don't. Oh, because you're so famous, you're used to seeing your face. Oh, good.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't bother. I go, why are you showing me the back? And they're like, because I thought you'd like to see what I've done at the back. I went, well, I don't see it, so I don't care. And they're like, What? They're like, well, I can't see it, so you could do whatever you want. You could, you could draw a cock and balls on the back of my head, and it still wouldn't affect me because I can't see it, and it would be funny for anyone else behind us anyway. So I just don't get them to show me it.
2: Maybe that's why you don't know what a nape is because you've never seen one.
3: Good point, Lena. I feel like I'm being ganged up on here about nape <laughs> <laughs> just because my my lack of knowledge of nape. Anyway, it's it's a it's a it's a what did we spinal say? marrow? It's a spinal marrow, and the nape is the fluff under
1: your belly button <laughs> D- Lena does anyone ever complain because that, that bit the, sh- the sort of show with a mirror is always accompanied by a sort of an expression from the barber to say check out what I've done and I think most people in Britain probably find it a bit socially awkward to actually say oh god what's that
2: yeah you normally get the person go just nod at you and go yeah 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 that's great yeah yeah and then because you've got like an occipital bone at the back of your head so that's like the big Ooh. bump at the back of your head
3: Joe, you just feel your oh yeah I haven't got
1: one. Haven't you? No. Come feel it. Hang on. Hang Lena, on. keep talking. I'll go around and see Joe. I That's I've to try quite and work original. out whether I've got one or not.
2: But normally they'll kind of say, oh, well, well, what's that shadow there? And I'm like, that's your head. It's the way your head dips in. He hasn't got one, Lena. See, that's He's original. He's got a flat back of his head. That is very what, original. What what,
3: what's it called?
1: There. Your occipital bone. I ain't got one. You've got a little tiny one. Pardon? You've got a little tiny bone.
3: No, I haven't. No, I haven't got any one. Right, okay, so have other people. In fact, in fact, Daisy's got a massive one.
2: <laughs>
3: Aww. Yeah, it's, it's like a nose on the back of her head.
2: Oh. <laughs> she,
3: she, she, she can actually. So for Halloween, she's uh, cousin It. Oh, yeah. Because the nose just. <laughs> he's going to fucking kill me. Oh, Aww. God. If you don't hear from me again, you know why. Oh, God. Right, so you're talking about the occipital os- 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 bone. bone. Ocipital bone. <laughs> Yep. So,
2: yeah, you always get people go, what's that shadow there? What's that lump? Thinking that I've cut it into oh, the
1: hair. Added a
3: bone. <laughs> yeah, why
2: not? You know, it's a magic wand and all of that. And uh, you have to say that's kind of the shape of your head. And then they start feeling it and they're going, oh, well, I didn't know I had that. And it's like, well, yeah, kind of, most people have got it. Joe hasn't. But, you know, most people have it anyway. So it's just the natural shadow. And they go, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. And OK. And then off they shuffle.
3: So you don't surgically insert a new bone to any of your <laughs> no, uh, clients? No, that's
2: a little bit above the... British master barber thing,
3: but have you done any other sort of surgeries either on a cl- I was going to say patient, <laughs> either on a patient or on yourself in terms of accidents because clippers, as I have encountered on various parts of my body, can cut. You know, like a knife, and scissors can also do that. Cut like they, scissors. they cut like the scissors, the sharp ones. See, have you ever hurt yourself or hurt a patient?
2: Um, not really my patients. Um, I don't really tend to dig too deep with them. Um, my clippers are, are set, so that doesn't happen. Um, but I have taken the end of my index finger off.
0: <gasps>
2: yeah, that was, that was quite a good one with my scissors. How have you taken the end of your index finger so, off, cutting hair? Um, I was cutting hair, chatting away, minding my own business, chatting bollocks and I I went to cut the hair and I chopped through the top of my finger through the nail bed as well and I saw something fly over my shoulder and I kind of looked thought oh okay and carried on didn't think anything of it and then I felt something warm on my arm and I I, I kind of looked saw there was loads of blood dripping down my arm and I looked at the customer to check that I hadn't cut them and they were looking like horrified at me white as a ghost and I I remember just saying "Oh, um, back in a minute And I had to kind of wrap my hand up in as much tissue and micropore as I could. I went back, finished the haircut. The guy was just looking absolutely terrified at me. And when I I held up the mirror afterwards and said, is that all right? He kind of just nodded silently and got out the chair and walked off. He was just, I think he was about to pass out, to be honest. Um, And I had to get my husband to come and find me at the back of the shop. And he followed the trail of blood. Up the shop to the sink, and I had my, my head and my hand hanging over the sink. But yeah, and blood was everywhere. But I got two weeks off work for that. Oh well, two weeks. Because yeah. if you get no, hair you in there, already that. I know. I think I should have got longer.
1: My final question for you, Lena, is about loyalty because loyalty and trust are very important to Joe. Do you find that people, once they've started having their hair cut by you, never want to have their hair cut by anyone else? Because people can be petrified by going to a new barber.
2: It's true. It is so true. I've had, um well, I've got customers that I've had for 15 plus years. Um, I've coloured their hair. I've been there when they've, like, their first date with their girlfriends. You know, I've done the haircut before they go out. I've done the haircut before they get married, the day they get married. Um, I've done the haircut when they bought the new babies to come and see me. Um, and it's kind of like a family thing. I get to know the family. So you end up with the dad and the kids and the wife and and sometimes the in-laws, the parents. So I do kind of feel like part of the family sometimes but I have actually been part of like a divorce package as well. I was looking after a husband and wife couple um, doing the hair regularly and I didn't see them for a while. And the guy come in um, and I I, I said to him, um, you know, I haven't seen you for a while. You cheated on me. What are you doing? Um, And he explained to me that him and his wife got divorced and they couldn't decide who was going to still come to me. Um, So as part of the (laughs) divorce agreement, it was he could only come to me. She wasn't allowed to.
1: (laughs) You have the kids. I get the barber.
2: Works for me.
1: That's ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. Didn't expect that. Have you been practicing? Lena
3: I'm sorry it's over. I hope you had fun with me and Tom (laughs) Tom.
2: <laughs> goodbye. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> not she, she,
3: laugh. wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't weirded out by that goodbye at all, was she? I
1: thought there was going to be another bit of mouth organ because you'd followed every lyric with a bit of mouth organ and then the final. Can I call it a verse? <laughs> just then there was no harmonica. It just. Do you know what? What? I'm averse to you now. Oh, you've been you've been in a funny mood all day. <laughs> now you're getting aggressive with a organ. Lena,
3: thank you so much for coming on. Thank um, you for having I've me. Really, I've really enjoyed talking to you. And here's to our future together as a as a dynamic duo. Mm. It started off as a terrific trio. But now it's a dynamic duo. Tom, you're out.
1: Yeah, and you know what? There's more than one mouth organ in the room. You're a mouth organ.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what what I'm going to do with your mouth organ? (laughs) Fill it with my nuts.
1: (laughs) Goodbye, Lena. Bye, guys. (laughs) I'll level with you, Joe. I liked Lena. I liked her a lot.
3: I'll level you
1: Mm. if you carry on with your aggressiveness
3: towards me. My aggressiveness? Exactly. Do you know what that's called? Projection. Mm. I'm projecting aggression onto you because I'm being aggressive to you and in turn I think you're being aggressive to me and I don't actually know what projection means so I'm (laughs) sorry
1: (laughs) I'm sorry Joe as well but I
3: really liked Lena although I struggled at the start because I thought her name was Lina Mm. because it's spelled L-I-N-A
1: I believe like your teammate Lewis no different spelling same pronunciation
3: No, like Carolina. I thought her name was going to be Carolina. Okay. Or she was from Carolina. Yeah. But she wasn't. Her name's Angelina, and she prefers to be called Lena. And she was lovely. Lovely Lena.
1: What's the worst haircut you've ever had, do you think? You ever walked out with barbers and gone, oh, fuck, I'm just going to get home and do it myself?
3: Worst haircut I've ever had? Bald. Mm -hmm. Bald all over was bad for me. Yeah. Bad. Um, The list is so long. Probably the one that was orange and had headworks from I that one. this side all the way around the back to that side. And that was the barbers I used to go to,
1: but it was a shit barbers. I'm going to finish with one question, Joe, before we end today's episode of the podcast. If you could have anyone's hair in the whole wide world, <gasps> whose hair would you have? Oh, really good. Oh.
3: Maui. Yeah because i had it for fancy dress at at festival dressed up as him without the abs and (laughs) but i had the wig and oh fuck it felt so good to have such long luscious locks that you could do anything with literally anything you could teach yoga yeah and i want maui's hair best song from that film Say Yeah.
1: Oh, that one. I thought it might be. Too low, Tagalawa. Tremendous. Um, if people listening to this would like to support the show, search for Joe Marler Show on Patreon. If you'd like another podcast to listen to, why not try com? Now, this is a fantastic new podcast series from Crowd Network, all about the people of the internet. Series one's just come out, and it's all about Wikipedia. Search for com. And subscribe now. Goodbye. That was good. I like that one. Thanks. Crowd Network.
2: A place where you belong.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.